You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome into this edition of the Go 24-7 podcast. LSU clinches the SEC West with a 56-20 win over Arkansas. We're live under the lights of Tiger Stadium recording this post-game podcast. I'm Billy Embody. With me, Shea Dixon. LSU going to Atlanta to face Georgia in the SEC title game. They'll do that in a couple weeks. First, they've got to finish out the regular season against Texas A&M, a big game, according to Ed Ogeron, and just knowing what this team has thought about for a whole year since College Station. Shea, this offense set plenty of records uh, this entire season. They get one tonight that is really significant. First 4,000-yard passer, 2,000-yard receivers, and a 1,000-yard rusher in a single season in SEC history. This offense looked great tonight and has all season. Yeah, I mean, unbelievable to think that no team in SEC history has done what LSU has done through 11 games to have uh, those three uh, landmarks, you know, all hit with uh, a pair of 1,000-yard receivers, which Jefferson and Chase were coming into the game. Uh, obviously, Edward Dealer went over 1,000 yards in the year tonight, uh, and then Burrow over 4,000 tonight. So impressive showing for them all year. We've known from the Texas game, really from Northwestern State, or what was it, Georgia Southern to open the year, but then on the road at Texas, tight games with Bama and, and Florida and Auburn, uh, LSU's offense continue to pull through. So uh, really impressive for them. And then toss in, Billy, that Thaddeus Moss becomes uh, the leading, uh, or I guess the has the most catches by a tight end in program history now after an 11-0 start. Uh, pretty much every starter uh, on LSU's skill guys and, and quarterback uh, has set some sort of record this year. Yeah, it was just a terrific night for them. Clyde Edwards, Eli, let's spotlight him for a second. Just a, a ridiculous performance for him. He had six rushes, 188 yards, three touchdowns, and then also added seven grabs for 65 yards. He did it all the night. They were trying to pull him out before he ripped off that 89-yard touchdown run. Just another great performance by Clyde. Yeah, he averaged 30 yards a carry. So I only think, what did he have, six carries? Six carries, six carries yeah. and he went for 180-something yards. Yeah, Burrow laughed that um, on Clyde's last play, that 80-yard run, uh, that he was at 99 yards for the game or whatever, and, and the starters had been pulled, and Brennan went in, and they said, uh, hey, let Clyde get in for one more touch. Let him get two yards, rush for 100, he'll come out, uh, and he busts off an 86-yard run. So incredible night for him. I think he led them in receiving, too, at least with catches. I doubt with yards, obviously, with Jamar Chase's night. Um, but to be a leading pass catcher, a leading rusher, um, we got to see a little bit of Ty Davis Price and Emory. Emory had a great touchdown run. Davis Price scored as well. Um, so it was a good night for LSU's offense. Once again, not just the starters, but some backups who uh, are going to be important for the future got to get in there and get some reps. And Jacoby Stevens, three sacks he tonight. Was awesome. he, he was He was terrific all night for LSU. I think, yeah, three sacks and four tackles for loss and a quarterback hurry. Yep, eight tackles overall. And Ed Ogeron said, hey, we got to rush him off the edge more. He even said the, one of his sacks was supposed to be him dropping into coverage. Just a great instinctual football player. And, and Jacob Phillips led LSU with 12 tackles and two and a half tackles for loss as well on his night look lsu they've got texas a&m next week ed ogeron didn't beat around the bush when talking about the aggies yeah i mean last week in the magnolia bowl or whatever it is against Ole miss they left the trophy on the field tonight they play arkansas for the boot trophy left the trophy on the field and uh they were asked about it in orgeron actually orgeron had a Interesting comment. I think he said, well, you don't really celebrate beating Arkansas. They haven't beaten anybody in a long time, uh, was his exact quote. But uh, he made the bigger point, as did Edward Gilear and Burrow, that 
A, yeah, there are bigger goals ahead. It, winning against Arkansas and moving to 11-0, sure, that was all part of the plan. But uh, getting to 12-0 and uh, and finishing the regular season undefeated was obviously uh, goal number one, uh, at least if you're talking SEC, you know, regular season SEC title playoffs. Uh, but I found it interesting, Billy, that we just wrapped up an Arkansas game where they shattered all these records. And I'd say 90% of the press conference was them, those three, Burrow and Edward Zeller and Orgeron, talking about A&M. Uh, Edward Zeller said, we've already asked the coaches if we can get the film sent to our iPads. Uh, and Burrow had a moment where they asked him about the game, and all he did was just kind of smiled. And he just said, I'm excited. Next question. Let's, you know, you could tell that game pissed off a lot of the LSU players a year ago and they've been counting down the days to get their rematch. Ed Ogeron with the quote of the night, it's on. No question about that. I'll never forget that game and I, I certainly won't either being there and, and, and being on the field for those seven you know, overtimes either. A, a very common media move is to go down <laughs> with six minutes left in the game and Wild Bill decides that's a smart play. And oh, it was two minutes. Rewriting history. Stayed down here. there for <laughs> next three hours or whatever it was. <laughs> what a wild night it was in College Station. We'll have uh, plenty of coverage on that uh, leading up to LSU Texas A&M on Saturday at 6 o'clock in Tiger Stadium. Senior day for the Tigers. They also got a date with Georgia now. Early thoughts on Georgia? Yeah, I mean, LSU opened in Caesars earlier this week as three-and-a-half-point favorites, or at least that's what they had set an early line at. Watching Georgia today, I mean, Fromm had four completions at halftime. I think he had 10 or 11 in the game. Um, I don't you can't play like that and beat LSU. You're not going to score with them. So early on, I would consider LSU to be significant, not significant favorites, but knowing what each team does offensively, you have to like LSU more. Now, granted, Georgia's played a really great defense. LSU's been hit and miss uh, all season at times. But um, look, they're getting back there for the first time since 2011 when they played Georgia. I think they beat them 40-something to 10 that year. Uh, and now they'll look to, to sort of uh, do that once more uh, with a date with the Bulldogs, what, December 7th. So we're only a week away. And, and the thing about that one, too, is uh, Kirby. Two weeks away. Two weeks away. Two weeks away. It'll, it'll be here before we know it. Kirby Smart said this week that he doesn't really think that you need offense in the SEC like, let's say, LSU has. I think they're going to need it against the Tigers, and uh, they're going to have to have that, that offense looking a lot better than it did just a year ago here in Tiger Stadium. Well, LSU tonight, incredible performance overall. Uh, with the starters in, kind of let up at the end there. A couple late scores. Didn't cover the spread like I had predicted, but you know what? You can't really complain. LSU, your SEC West champions, headed to Atlanta, but not before a date with Texas A&M in Tiger Stadium to close out the regular season. For Shea Dixon, I'm Billy Embody. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Go 24-7 podcast. Keep it locked on Go 24-7 for all the things on LSU. We'll have some recruit reactions up as well. And you can subscribe for just a buck for your first month, which will cover you all the way through that SEC title game and the early signing period. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. 
Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. For Shay Dixon, I'm Billy Embai. Thanks for listening to this podcast.